Hey guys, on this subject, we're going to be talking about sensitive matter here. Um, so this is a disclaimer. Uh, some words may be trigger words. Um, some things you may not be able to handle. So just a fair warning. You're, this is a disclaimer and uh, you're being warned. Hey guys, we're back at it again. Attack the Attack 360 podcast. All right, I just want to give a good uh, shout out to everyone who's listening, everyone who's following, and sharing the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Without you guys, the numbers will not grow, and that's what we wanted to do, right? Um, and again, if you have any emails or if you have any questions, you can email me at attacktheattack360.net or .com and uh, go to the website. Uh, you can register on the website. You can uh, send me emails on the website. Uh, there's also links to Facebook, Instagram, uh, and also some of the podcast networks. Um, if you feel like someone could benefit and, you know, share it. Um, but, uh, all right. I just want to say that on this episode, um, you know what? I've had enough. You know, and, and that's where you guys need to say the same thing. And when I say you guys, I mean women, okay? Um, this month, the month of October, and I know we're getting already at the last week of the month, uh, but it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It's also Domestic Violence Month, all right? Um, so enough is enough, okay? Um... Women that are, you know, uh, breast cancer survivors, I commend y'all, I respect y'all, and, um, well, I mean, I respect all of y'all, you know, every woman, but what I'm trying to say is, you know, you, you fought, you fought the fight, is what you're doing, and you're still fighting the fight, even if you're going through it, even afterwards, okay, so I give nothing but respect to you guys, um, and then, people, keep in mind, all right, look for the signs for domestic violence. Um, if you feel like someone is hiding something or they need help and you don't know how to help them, um, then, you know what, there's a local line here in San Antonio, if you're in the San Antonio area, um, and it's 210-351-1363. It's uh, domestic violence in San Antonio. It's a hotline. You can reach out to them, and they'll do their best to help you and get you help. All right, guys. So the name of the podcast this week is called Enough, and the reason why I named it that was because last week, during the week, I came across, uh, it was during the news, it, it and a friend of mine had showed it to me. There was a woman who was on the train, on a tram in Philly, okay, and this guy got on the tram, it was in broad daylight, there was other people on the same cart, right, the, the train cart, and this guy started touching her inappropriately, and the woman pushed, you know, she was pushing up, pushing him off, um, not wanting to, do, you know, anything to do with him, she was, you know, I'm sure she was being vocal and verbal verbalizing that she didn't want to be touched and um, he ended up getting really physical 
and raped her on the train cart in broad daylight. Now, everybody that was on the cart didn't do anything about it. What they did was that they pulled out their cell phones and recorded. Now, how disturbing is that? Okay. I mean, if it was, if I was on that train, I'm, I'm sure, I mean, I probably would have killed the guy. Okay. I mean, I would have gotten him off. I would have, you know, beaten him. But at the same time, I probably would have killed him. And because he, no means no, right? And these people, these guys that commit these crimes, these heinous crimes, they're not right in the head. They're sick in the head. Okay? And for everyone who just pulls out their cell phones and starts recording, it's just as bad. I mean, put your damn phones down. If you're going to use your phone, call for help. That's what a cell phone is for. Not to be taking pictures or doing videos or playing games, watching movies. None of that shit. I mean, if you think about it, right? The first, you know, when we first came up with a cell phone, right? There was none of that stuff on there. It was just a phone. You pulled it out, you used it to make a phone call. Now you, we have too many functions on the phone. Too many things to distract us or too many things that we try to to do on the cell phone. You know, it's like we always want to uh, put out a good video now and, and try to get the most likes and and or the most views. World star, right? What the fuck is that? This is this is unhealthy. And the way we are now needs to stop. You know, stop recording. Stop trying to make videos. Stop trying to get the top rated video over someone's, you know, you know, situation. A bad situation. A horrific situation. Why? It's... Is this the new norm? You know, let's think about that. Is it our new norm? It's in it's in our TVs, right? We're watching movies or watching TV shows on regular, you know, TV, um, and you see all that on there. You see uh, a lot of domestic violence. You see a lot of violence towards women. You see a lot of um, and you know. You just see a lot of violence, right? And I'm not saying that violence is bad or good, good or bad. You know, I'm trying to say is that when we see it, we become numb to it. You know, when we see a lot of that. uh, And it it just becomes normal. Look at our kids, you know. If you think about it, uh, now our our kids nowadays are playing games that are more violent. They're playing, they're watching shows or movies that are more violent than the way it was when we were growing up, you know? So it's, you have to think about all this shit. Um, 
you know, it's also in our books. You know, they're like the, starting off with the Hunger Games. The Hunger Games was a book that was meant for middle school or high school reading, right? And what was the first thing in that book? That first chapter, you know, it's where they gather all the low-income families and then they put them in a ring to the death, killing each other for someone else's benefit. You know, and if you think about it, it's where it starts off at. A little bit here and there. It starts becoming the new norm. And is it? It must be because, you know, instead of trying to help out that woman who was going going through this this unspeakable tragedy, you know, she, she's being sexually abused, sexually assaulted, she's, and no one's there helping, they're just watching, and I'm sure she was crying out for help. What is our world coming to? Are we so blind? You know, it's, it's sad. You know, when she got on, when, she, when that guy got on the train at one stop, it took another stop. He was sexually assaulting her all the way to the next stop. Now, we don't know if that was, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, a 20-minute ride, a 30-minute ride. We don't know how long it was, but it took to the next stop. And you know, five minutes just by itself, five minutes of going through something. Or you know what, I'm going to use this as an example. Five minutes in a ring while you're, you know, you're in a combative, like a, in the UFC, you're in the cage, you're fighting. Five minutes seems like forever. A jiu-jitsu match seems like forever. You're just counting down the seconds, counting down the, the minutes. So you finally like take a break. Can you imagine her if it was just a five or ten minute ride and this guy's sexually assaulting her, hurting her? You know how that, that time frame is just going slow and it's just mind boggling that no one didn't want to help. Then you you get to the next cart and finally someone who gets on who's getting getting on the train getting on the tram and they see this and they run to go get a police officer to go get help and then they they help her out now from what I'm understanding when I read the article of course the guy is being being tried right the woman's gonna need help you know she's probably gonna see a psychiatrist She's, I'm sure she already developed PTSD. She doesn't know what to think because people are there recording and watching. And the people that were recording and watching, they're going to be uh, charged as well. Everyone in that cart. Because there was enough people to take that person off of her. To help her. And no one did it. No one didn't do a damn thing. 
And that's something you also have to understand too, that your safety in numbers. If you're scared and you just say, I'm not gonna go help out that person. Well, you know it, two, three, four, five of you guys go and help. It makes a big difference. There's safety in numbers. Yeah, you may get hurt along the, you know, in the process, but you know, you're trying to help out a person, a human being, trying to save that person's life. Who knows what else he would have done after he, he sexually assaulted her. Probably would have killed her, choked her to death, or maybe stabbed her if he had a weapon, right? And what, everyone's just gonna stand there and just record? Make commentary on the, on the video? It's just, it's just sad. It's just really, really sad. So when I say there's safety in numbers, I mean, not just where if you see a situation on a tram and there's a number of you guys that can help out that person. There's also a safety in numbers. For instance, if you guys go run, you go and take a jog and you say, you know what? Let me ask a friend, see if my friend wants to come with me. Or go for a walk and make it like a little running group or a walk group. You know? The more of you, the better. Again, safety in numbers. I mean, if you're attacked and you're by yourself, you know, what can you do? If you're out on trails running, right? Especially here in town, there's a lot of trails, running trails, bike trails. And if people go and do stuff on their own, Especially women because they're easy targets and I hate to say that but it is true they're easy targets you're women you're easy targets so when you're out there on the trail or when you're uh, biking or when you're, when you're running or just walking you're a target when you're by yourself and if you think people are gonna help well shit you know right there what happened to that, uh, you know, that woman? <clears throat> you don't know if someone's going to help or not. So again, safety is better in numbers. It's better to go with a friend or in a group. Okay? Now for other people who, you know, you have a good-sized canine, you know, a good-sized, mid-sized dog, and he's aggressive when it comes to protect protection, protecting you, then good. But... Again, a canine can only do so much. Bark, growl, maybe bite and hurt, but it all depends. Because your attacker's not right in the head. You don't know if they're on drugs. You don't know if their adrenaline is pumping. Right? So it's better to have a safety in numbers. Make it a running group, making a walk group, you know. There's this... Um, I did this this little uh, market um, last week, and one of the vendors is called Damsels in Defense. Now, I understand that in some states, you're not allowed to even have a pocket knife. You're not allowed to have any weapon, any type of weapon. Okay, but here in Texas, um, you're allowed to carry a weapon. So damsel in defense, damsels 
and defense. They have multiple uh, weapons. Now, in one of my episodes, I think it was uh, part two of uh, self-defense weapons, okay? Um, they have a lot of the weapons that I've talked about. Um, so, you know, of course, you know, you got this mace, you got the spray, you got taser, you have a, um, a noise maker, right? You also have, like, the, uh, kumbat, which is a stabbing, just a single stabbing tool. You got a tactical pins, you got, um, of course, pocket knives, or monkey fists, or, um, any type of weapon that can be used in self-defense. Even those uh, ring claws, right? It's like a brass knuckle, but it's meant for one of the fingers. It looks like a little cat's head with pointy ears. Well, it's meant to punch and, you know, you put on your finger and make a fist and you punch your attacker by stabbing them with those ears. Um, so there's self-defense weapons out there, but again, it's just a matter of you training of how to use it, use that weapon, learn it um, to protect yourselves, okay? Even when it comes to a safety in numbers. I'm not going to just go out, if I'm a woman and I'm going out with my friends, I'm not going to carry nothing. Of course, I'm going to carry something. I'm going to carry something to protect myself and my friends or my loved ones. You know, anything that will give me that second, that split second to escape my attacker, okay? So, you know, you need to, y'all need to figure out how to do this. And when I say y'all, I mean almost everybody. And you think about it. You may say, yeah, I saw this, I saw this going on somewhere and this, that, and the other. But what was the first thing did you do? Did you go help? Did you pull out your cell phone? Right? Now, I'll be honest with you. I am that person that when I see something and I see someone hurting another person or a woman or a child, okay, if I'm out and about and something's just not right, I'm going to go intervene. I am not pulling out my cell phone unless I'm calling the cops. I'm not going to record. I can give a shit about recording the situation I am the type of person that needs to go help okay so ask yourself that question are you that person that's willing to go and help out another person a stranger an individual if they're being attacked or harassed or verbally abused or physically abused think about it are you that person or are you that person that's going to pull out their cell phone and start recording and say world star or tiktok what the fuck you know this is i get worked up i get really worked up when i say that this stuff is in the movies there was a movie i was watching the other day i was getting ready to watch and it was just, it started off with uh, physically assaulting women, uh, belittling them, um, sexually abusing, and 
it was about a detective solving an old crime, and the crime was basically a sex house. But as I only got 10 minutes in, and I couldn't watch it anymore. I didn't have the stomach for it because I cringed. I wanted to help. I can't just sit there and watch. Now, if it's, you know, like another type of movie where it's a fight scene and, and it's, you know, it's meant to be like that and you know it's obviously like that, then yeah, I'm fine with it. But when it comes down to hurting children or women or any type of abuse, I, I get disturbed, I get, I get angry because it's not right, it's not healthy. And that's why I'm asking, is this our new norm? It seems like almost everybody's okay with it now. You know, and, and you shouldn't be pulling out your phones to record. Enough is enough. And the same thing with domestic violence. Enough is enough. The numbers this past year in 2020 skyrocketed. Why? Because everybody was home. The whole pandemic, right? put people off of jobs and and you know you're now you know one person's working and the other person's not or <clears throat> both people are not working and you're trying to figure out how to do things but people go about it the wrong way the numbers of domestic violence rose this 2020 year during this pandemic and they're still on the rise because there's still a lot of jobs that are not being filled now even though you're able to go work, people don't want to work. And those people that don't want to work start committing crimes or start committing a lot of violence. So it's, it's, you have to think about it. You need to protect yourself. You need to know that enough is enough. Again, I mentioned that this month was Domestic Violence Month, right? Awareness Month. And so, and I gave a number at the beginning of the, of the podcast, and uh, you can tell in my voice that I'm upset and disturbed with all the info, right? And then just talking about this, it doesn't sit right with me. Um, it makes me upset. You know, I start thinking about how to make things better. I start thinking about, am I doing enough doing this podcast? Talking about self-defense, talking about what to do, what not to do, what to look for, what not to look for. Yes, I change it up on the podcast by, you know, trying to throw in a, you know, different subjects such as, you know, recovering from from training uh, by doing rehab or strength training or even looking for someone who's, you know, willing to talk about nutrition you know, change it up a bit because it does take a toll on just talking about self-defense all the time. It is a big subject. Self-defense requires not just the physical self-defense, but also the mindset. And you imagine, can you imagine the mindset that that woman's going to have? It's basically PTSD. She's going to have nightmares for her life, the rest of her life. And and knowing and, and seeing those people 
and not helping and just pulling out their phones to record, she's not going to be right. Mentally. It's going to get... If this, is, if this keeps happening, it's just going to get worse. You know, kids or teenagers that are doing it. Whatever comes about, fight, girl fight, a guy's fight, uh, they record it. They go to parties, college kids, you know, all the parties, people getting stupid drunk, throwing up. What do they do? They record it. You know, someone dancing on the fucking table or, or acting stupid or being or doing something very sexual in front of everybody. They start recording it. And it's 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 sick. It's sad. It's sad that I, that's what our world is coming to. Instead of trying to help out an individual, they'd rather pull out the phone, the phones, and record. It's very disturbing. Very, very frightening and disturbing. That our culture is normalizing the sexual violence and recording it. You know, when it comes down to sexual assault for the victim, you have to do whatever it takes to fight, to fight back and escape. And if you're not able to escape, but you're able to fight back, do so with every bit of you. Scratch, bite, claw, push, punch, eye gouge, right? Something. Take a training course. Learn self-defense techniques that will help you escape your attacker. But do whatever it takes to escape your attacker. And again, if you don't, if you're not able to, well, at least you hurt them enough and collect DNA enough to win. If you're still alive, the police are able to extract that and find who did it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's hard. It's, it's tough. The whole concept of of this is it's 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 scary. Now, when it comes to to rape and sexual abuse, um, out of every thousand sexual assaults, nine hundred and seventy-five perpetrators will walk free. How disturbing is that? Hmm? And that's according to the Rape, Abuse, and Innocence National Network. Okay? Those are their numbers. And to find that out, only 975, or 900, not only, oh, uh, you know, uh, 975 of these 
attackers. Walk free. It's sick. It's sick. You know, and and when when is it? When when is our system going to wake up and protect the innocent? You know, I went to a. I was being called for a juror to be part of a jury. And because of my point of views on self-defense, I wasn't picked, (laughs) of course, you know. (coughs) Because I'm a firm believer in self-defense. If you're one person and you're fighting two people to defend yourself, then yes, you do what it takes at all costs take your your two attackers down but but there's a line okay just because you're defending yourself and you put both people down to the ground that doesn't give you the right to keep beating them while they're on on the ground okay the whole thing is to the whole point of self-defense is to put your opponent down and escape break away run get help and the way the system saw it was, or the way the system sees it, is that just by causing a person pain, you're automatically tried on, a, on physical assault. So you have to really be careful when it comes to certain things when you're doing self-defense, right? Again, like I said, you can, you can defend yourself, you can protect yourself, to break away and run or go get help but if you put the person down that doesn't give you the right to keep beating them while they're down on the ground now when it comes to this woman being raped everyone on that train had the right to grab that guy pull him off hold him down until authorities until the next stop and someone got a, a, a police officer right or comfort and someone comfort the, the woman. <coughs> that <coughs> excuse me. That could have been done. But no one did nothing. They pulled out their phones and they fucking recorded. You know. They could have attacked them with the phone. There's techniques to defend themselves, you know. The main thing is to Understand this. If you see someone in trouble, if you see someone going through something, if you see someone being assaulted, sexually assaulted, abused, verbally abused, help out. Or find a way to get them help. Because if you just pull out your phone and record, you're just as much of an awful person as that attacker. You're just as guilty. You know. What's that what's that term where they say uh, I can't even think of it now. Give me just a second. What it is it's you're an accomplice. Accomplice. So, like, if someone was 
stole something and they get into your car and you're driving, you're an accomplice, right? Because you're, you didn't do the robbery, but you drove. Same concept here. You didn't commit that rape, you didn't commit that violence, but you pulled out your cell phone and you recorded, you're an accomplice. Bottom line. And I am happy that they're being tried. Everyone who was on that train and pulled out their phones and recorded, all those people recorded, I hope they find them. I hope they charge them. I hope they get jail time. I hope they also get a huge fine. Because that woman was going through a fight. She was being hurt. She was being abused. She needed help. And nobody helped. Keep this in mind, people. Just... I'm done. I'm done talking. But help out. When you see it, help out. If you're going to pull out your phone, make the fucking phone call to the cops to get help if you're scared to intervene. Do what you can. Protect. You mean... kind of person are you if you don't do it it's important to help out people who are smaller than us weaker than us if you feel like you're that strong of a person help them out and if you and for someone who's small and weak and they feel like they can't help out someone you can still do it by pulling out your cell phone and calling the cops instead of recording there's other ways Okay. Alright guys, if you want to add uh, add to this or if you want to send me an email, tell me how upset you are or if you're okay with this uh, episode this week, you can email me at attacktheattack360.net. Um, I will answer your emails. Uh, just go on to the website and, and, and you can message me on there. Um, you can also hit the links to Facebook, Instagram, and there's also the links to the other podcast networks. Um, look, guys, just be safe. God bless. Watch your 360.